right, Billy D with another exciting pre-Cal Jam podcast sponsored by our great friends over at Vox Life and Jay Dollywall who stepped up to the plate big time this year to help sponsor and push chiropractic to the world. I got a good friend on here, Steve Judson, who was just fixing his hair, fixing his beard, looking all good, looking all hot for all the babes on this pre-Cal Jam podcast here. What's going on, my brother? Life's good, man. Yeah, life's, life's amazing, bro. And chiropractic makes life even more amazing. And I know you're not going to argue with me on that one. So what's going on over in your world there, brother? Uh, rocking the world, staying busy. Yeah. This is prime time season with five kids, man. We've got a lot of football and soccer going on. And uh, obviously running the practice and kicking butt. So it's good yeah, times. Yeah, you guys, you guys are busy out there, huh? Yeah. You see oh, yeah. some peeps. Uh, as I call it, they used to call it high volume. I call it high love practice, bro. And I, I like, talked about this last night. I did. I talked up in uh, in Northridge last night to the chiropractic Association, California Chiropractic Association. I talked about, you know, about seeing volume. And, and, and I was talking about people now these days want to get in and they want to get out. They don't want to come and sit in your office an hour three times a week. And, and these doctors that just want to equate the time they spend – with a patient to the money that they charge, it should be inversely proportional. I think the less time they spend in your office should create a higher value because time is a major commodity that a lot of people I, – I don't know why I got off on this tangent, but because I know you're a high-volume guy, right? Yep. And there's nothing wrong with that. I know a lot of times we take arrows for that. Well, you're not spending enough time with us. You're not giving quality care. But the reality is I know when, when I've been in practice, when it's busy – you are more focused, you're more on fire, you give a better adjustment. And it's just like when you're slow, it sucks. That's right. Hey, listen, you got to educate them, especially in the beginning. Right. You know, I, I, uh, I'm an amazing associate now. We just had this discussion. I said, you know, you got chiropractors that go through four years of school and don't get it. So we have a whole education. Yeah. Yeah. It and, wasn't you know, until I we, went we, to this program. Uh, I don't. Somewhere in Georgia, there was this weird dude getting up and dropping his keys that I got the friggin' big idea. I was a, I was a floundering sloth of a chiropractoid before I went to DE, and I want to, you know, I know you're you're man and you're the head in that big group out there, and that's why you're our Cal Jam speaker. Plus, you know what? My team liked you the best last year, so that's why you're back. So you can thank Nick and and Taylor and Jane and of course me. I I loved you the first time I heard you just fucking blow up at uh, the wave now I'm just going dude that guy was like you were ready to go on the side over there it's just like I could see the juice just like popping out of your head you know because we love we love so much what we do it's you know that's why I, you know I was spoke last night and it was like it's people are attracted to that kind of energy so people need it man yeah you got to be passionate about what you do and so what's been going on in the DE circle lately I'm kind of I don't know what got on that subject I, we, we just had our, uh, over the summer, probably our most energetic, powerful meeting in a long time. I mean, there were people there that said it was one of the most pivotal DEs they've ever been to. Why? Because we have a crew of fired up young chiropractors that are absolutely killing it in practice and principle, and the energy in the room was just palpable. I mean, it was, it was amazing. It was really, it was a lot of fun. It was cool. October is going to be huge, and uh, it's just nice, man. You know, it's just it's it's a lot of people that are doing the work, that are in the trenches. There's there's no BS, and they're showing up to one just soak up the energy so they can go back and serve people, and they also want to help others, man. I mean, it's a lot of these young students and young docs in practice that, you know, it's it's a whole bunch of people embracing each other to help them to get to another level, right? To change the the landscape of humanity because i mean i say this all the time from the stage and i have no doubt in my mind what i'm saying is, is the pure truth that we need to literally change the consciousness from uh you know outside into an adio mentality if we're going to really change the direction that our species headed which is not a good direction unless you got your head up your ass uh so you know DE's what changed me. I mean, I, and I, I, I want to, you know, I, I can't give it enough praise. I, I, I gave it praise last night, as I always have. I also give Fred Schofield a lot of credit for allowing me to get out of my shell. How important 
is it for people to, number one, be proud of what they do, have certainty of what they do, to uh, feel, you know, like, you have, I like people to have a little extra swagger when they leave, you know? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, it's funny because you just said, you just implied that you used to be in a shell. I was in a shell. I know that's hard for people it, to believe. And it's people seeing who you are today to say, this guy was in a shell. Well, how did he come out of that shell? And you found yourself. Right. It's like we talk about giving people an ADIO above life, you know, a lifestyle. Once people get connected innately and, and they find their purpose on this planet and they live clear and they find their passion and purpose, they're unstoppable. And they achieve things that, you know, they never knew possible. I mean, you look at the guy you went from being the little squirrely guy in a white coat to now look what you're doing. Right. You know, what changed inside of you. That same thing is inside every single human being, whether they're a chiropractor or not. And you just can't achieve it, one, if you're freaking subluxated. And two, if you just live in or fear. Or drugs. Well, then forget it. If you're subluxated, you're end up on drugs. And that's just a whole other story. Um, but we're not raising our kids that way. Our kids don't know that world. Right. You know? You know, they don't know. You know, my, my daughter thought, you know, her friends were telling her she should go on the pill to, you know, help with her freaking period. And my wife's like, no, we don't do drugs, man. She goes, well, no, it's a tablet. It's it's not a drug. <laughs> like I like get people that tell me, well, vaccines aren't drugs. I go, well, what the hell are they? It's not an herb, you know. It's like, you know, right. It's right. Like, what is it if it's so, not yeah, a drug? The innocence of it all is just absolutely amazing. But um, that's where chiropractors have to step up. And to me, that's the DE message: is let's step up as freaking chiropractors and find your passion. And get loud about it and start seeing a lot of people and taking care, you know, because volume's not about ego. Volume ain't easy, man. No, it you know, ain't volume, easy, dude. And it's not easy on the body either, but it's also low volume's worse on the body, though, in my opinion, because you're sitting on your friggin' ass all day, you know, at your desk, you know. And there's, so there's nothing worse than that. Like getting up and going to just one person then coming back and sitting on your ass. I mean, I love to go in and it's just like, there's like, it's bedlam. I love when there's bedlam in the office. You know what I'm saying? Just out of control energy. There's people everywhere, kids running in everywhere. That's where I thrive, you know? Amen. That's it. That's it. It feeds your energy, man. I mean, it's like surfing. The, the bigger the waves and the faster they come, the, the quicker you react and innately adapt, man. And if you're clear, you're going to keep adapting. And you, then now you're living life. Yeah, to and a that's certain our, point. I'm not doing the maverick shit, so that's for sure. Right. Now, right. back when I was going to DE, there were, I mean, in fact, I saw him this weekend. It was Jimmy Gregg. I saw John Hoffman this weekend because I was just at the MAC conference, which was amazing too. Uh, and there was like a thousand chiropractors there. And I spoke on the endocannabinoid system, which we might talk about a little later. I know that might be a little controversial for some of our chiropractors out there. But it was Jimmy Gregg. It was John Hoffman. It was Bob Sotilli. It was E.M. Grossum. It was... Number one and first and foremost in my humble heart, the one that changed me the most was Fred Barge. But yeah, the whole thing was orchestrated by this crazy character, Dr. Sid Williams, who you've taken over as director and uh, head henchman over there. But who are the big speakers in DE now that are making the big – I know when I was there, uh, Schiffman was there. Uh, name some other names that are really – like well, your the head henchman is Dr. Umber. I mean, that guy is a silent freaking Dude, warrior. That guy is and is the sweetest, nicest person you'll ever meet. You know, he's the man, bro. And okay. I'll tell you, uh, and, I'll, and I'll say this very respectfully, and I'll add two people. I'll add another person. Dr. Sid would not have become the man he was today, I think, if it wasn't for his wife, Dr. Nell, and Dr. Umber by his side. Dr. Umber needs to be blown up and highly respected by this profession because I really feel there are times where Dr. Sid could have just crashed, man, because he, Dr. Sid's brain worked in such a different atmosphere. Dr. Umber is just so cool, calm, and collected, and I've seen him do it time and time again with, uh, with these chiropractors around him, and he's so focused and innately connected to, to is, make this. He is, man. And his first, he goes by Dee Dee, right? Dee Dee Umber? Yeah. 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 Okay. DD Umber, man. The, sure. the guy's amazing. I know. The guy's last time I spoke at DE, which was last year, I mean, he was there and he was so receptive and loving. I mean, he's that's the thing. That guy's got a heart bigger than anybody I've ever met, you know, and he's just yeah. such a gentle person. Like you said, and, you know, uh, Nell was a big, infl you know, was a, the, the, the support for DD or D right. oh, Jesus Christ, for Sid, sorry. I, it was a Freudian slip. 
And the same thing's true for me. I mean, Mary Jane's my, you know, support, and right. she's the one that holds everything together. Because, yeah, my brain spins out of freaking control, too, you know. Because right. when you're, you're trying to change the landscape of human expression by getting people to be reconnected to their friggin' innate potential and universal intelligence, that's a big, there's a, that's some responsibility there. I mean, and that's what the whole mission of CalJam is to really get chiropractic to the world. Yeah. So you were asking about big names. I mean, that's one yeah. of the, the, the biggest issues that's come across. You know, we have this, uh, a whole group of us that, that put everything together. We work together. You know, Drew Henderson is probably the most, to me, innately most brilliant mind in chiropractic now. You listen to that dude talk. I mean, you got to listen. He's a soft-spoken Southern boy, but he's freaking brilliant. Um, Brian so he'd be a good selection for Cal Jam in the future. Drew, Drew, man, yeah. People would have to sit quiet and listen, man, but he's got gems. That dude's got gems, man. Yeah, yeah he's love him. Brian Lieberman. Uh, oh, Peter yeah, Am Brian is amazing too, dude. And he's Fired also up. very like, yeah. Eddie Martinez is another freaking brilliant, knee chest, upper cervical, grounded, solid human being. I mean, he's he's my bud. Um, Lucas Matlock, who, oh, who's dude. really stepped up and, and uh, found himself in this whole walk of chiropractic and, and really stepping into the ICA. And, and, and he's and doing amazing things too as far as with professional yeah. athletes and stuff, right? Then you got guys like Tim Warner, Austin Davis, Ryan Dobbs, Justin Quayle, young guys who are blowing it up seven, eight hundred visits a week that no one really knows about yet, who have been just going along and applying the principles and showing up, and and now they're getting up there and sharing. You know, they all wear their cute little suit vest, uh, whatever they wear. It's nice, so they're bringing a whole nice little classy look to it. It's funny, but these guys are killing it. They're fired up. And uh, it's nice. And then we've got a lot of young girls coming in, man, that are just Tony, Tony Ann Sotilli. So Tony Ann Roses Sotilli. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, her talk at the last DE had people just standing up, fired up, blowing up, excited. Uh, Mindy Brown, Misty Browning. I mean, these girls. Uh, How did Mindy Brown do? Because she loves you, dude. I mean, she she's is pretty cool. much the one that got you on the Cal Jam stage. I don't know if you know really? that. Yeah. Dude, she is, and I appreciate that. I love her, man. She's she is funny. Just her laugh will make you laugh. But she oh, is yeah. solid chiropractic, solid chiropractic. And um, you know, DE is one of those things where it got into her, and it's just recently just opened up a whole new vision for her, and and, and gave her the fortitude to follow her dream. You know, right? And it's and it's you know, you take away the title of DE, it's the principle. It's the principle, and that's all we talk at DE is the principle. And when people get that, and it breaks through their sternum into their heart. You know, you talk about all these other guys you saw at Mac, you know, the Greggs and all Hoffmans and all them, you know, they were that back in that day talking it. And it's, you know, my whole thing, as long as people could stay on purpose in their principle, their life will stay congruent and they'll follow their dreams. And that's what you see happening with these people. Right. In fact, Mindy's like, I think, uh, pulling up the roots and moving out to California. I mean, I mean, she's, yeah, she wants to be out for you, bro. Well, I think she just wants to get out of Kansas is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, she so, wants to live her dream. Right? She doesn't want to live in Kansas anymore. And I mean, I, I there's, you know, I'm not saying pros and cons. That's just her dream. I, I, I wouldn't right. want to live in Kansas because there's no waves there. So, yeah, not that Kansas is bad. It just doesn't have any waves for me, which keeps me. Right. So, what was your kind of like recent take on this whole ACA thing where we shouldn't take X-rays? I don't know if you take X-rays, don't take X-rays, but I mean, as a practitioner for 32 years now, I know people expect me to take x-rays and i think it would also be a major disservice to not take x-rays because i'm a chiropractor that moves bones and i'm not like considered the most gentle guy in the world i want to know what i'm moving and there's some integrity there and there's not like some uh contraindication to a chiropractic adjustment and i don't understand a reason indeed gave me a reason why we're we're seeing this issue right now is like like, don't tell me that you're worried about the radiation when people are holding friggin' cell phones to their head, and they're drinking Diet Cokes, they're walking around in a sea of Wi-Fi, they're watching TV and all the shit that they do, or sitting on their ass all day, uh, you're going to tell me that one or two or three or four x-rays is going to be that uh, detrimental to their overall expression health. What's your opinion on that whole issue? It's silly. You know, you take away the science... You take it, you're then going to take away the integrity of the art. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you, you're telling me to walk in to battle blindfolded. 
it's unacceptable. So it's it's a back end plan to try to weaken us as a profession so we can get swallowed up by the meta practice. I mean, exactly. You know, you take away our certainty and you take away our science and our affirmation of what we're doing. You know, you've, you've taken away the, the essence of what makes us powerful, which is getting people clear, which is then going to get them off drugs, which is then going to avoid surgery. And now you're just handing them over to the same guys now that are trying to do that to us. So right. it's bullshit. We can't let it happen. It's, it's, uh, it's disrespectful. Unacceptable. Right. And from even a, a you know, the, 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 what's going to happen is there'll be that one malpractice case or somebody will have that is basically if they would have taken an x-ray, they wouldn't have had the case. And I, and I can see that happening too. And the same yeah. thing's going to happen in the whole vaccine arena where they're going to force people to vaccinate and then they're going to kill some kid and then there's going to be some huge liability there. Uh, but getting back to that, don't you feel that people expect you to take an x-ray? I mean, you're a spinal specialist. Why wouldn't you take an x-ray? I mean, it's like, to me, it's like, you don't go to the mechanic. He doesn't open the hood. He just like, you know, there's, there's a proper assessment, but there's also people's expectations when they visit you. I mean, it's, you know, people want to know that you know. Exactly. It's like, that's Seriously. it right there in a nutshell. They want you to know that you know. Because I hear it all the time. Well, I went to this other chiropractor, and I just didn't feel confident because he didn't take any x-rays. I mean, I hear that all the time. Right. I mean, right. I mean, wouldn't you want to know where people have degeneration in their spine? And, or if there's a, I mean, God forbid, a tumor or something. Or, you know, they've got a spondylolisthesis or whatever it is they got going on. I mean. They come from someone. I mean, I you know, they, they, they come from their physical therapist now who's been cracking their back. And then they come into us and we actually take an x-ray and I say, well, here's where the issue is. It's not over there. We start adjusting them and now they're just not feeling good, but their whole life changes. Right. You know, they're, they're, you know, they're not depressed anymore. They're sleeping. They're more energetic because you're not just going in and, and cracking bones. Right. You have certainty of knowing when to adjust, where to adjust, when not to adjust. And that's what makes chiropractic specific. And you know what? They'll never take that away from us, period. Right. So let's talk about the state of the schools. Because I had a kid here yesterday in my office. Uh, he was contemplating either going to physical therapy school or to chiropractic school. And after being with us for an hour, his decision was made that he's going to go to chiropractic school. There's no way that you can be in my office and be around this kind of energy and seeing the love that we have and not want to be a chiropractor. And he'd been to other chiropractors and other physical therapists, and he, had, he said he had more fun here and learned more. Uh, how important is it for chiropractors to feed the chiropractic schools that are actually promoting the principles that both you and I love and stand for? We have to be on campus. We have to be plugging our people on campus. It's like sending the Navy SEALs in there. we got to get in there and get the job done we got to share the principle with them because when they hear the principle and it breaks through and they own it, these it's not getting taken away from them. And they know what questions to ask and they know what direction they're going into in practice. And that's why you got a lot more young people coming out in practice and killing it from day one because there's more people going out and sharing the principle with them than ever before right now. Right. Than ever before. So you can't leave to the school has got something he's got to teach he's got his own life he's dealing with um you know and i laugh when you talk about this kid wanted to go to physical therapy school in a lot of instances there's no difference right, right? there's not a big difference between the two right so you got to pick out okay these are the, the choices of chiropractic schools you have to go to and then you got to plug them in but the key is then surrounding them with the right people all through school that are going to that are going to teach them the principle teach them how to adjust um Teach them how to have a heart and find their heart and how to connect with people and, and maybe get through their own bullshit they've been carrying in their own life so they can go out and serve the masses and it's not holding them back like an anchor. Right. So not to put you in a corner, what schools do you think are the ones that you would recommend? I tend to either Sherman or the two life schools. Okay, that's exactly what I said. But I also want to give a shout out to uh, Ross McDonald. I know he's going to put together a great school in Scotland. Right. And then I'm also, I mean, if I had to do it over again, I I probably might even go to New Zealand, you know. Yeah. And then, you know, people say, well, what's the, and then I had somebody pop in about Barcelona, which, I mean, I, I agree, Barcelona's probably a great school too, but I just kind of didn't hit my radar that when I made that post. Uh, what's your opinion on the foreign schools? 
I mean, I think it's a given it's going to happen. Right. I think it's great. You know, can a kid from the United States go over there and get an education and they come back here accredited and get their license? Yeah, Is that that's the question, huh? You know, it, it's, you know, it's my, you know, I've got one daughter who's been saying she wants to be a chiropractor for four years, you know, since she's four years old. Um, yeah, Dad, I want to go to Scotland and, and study, and I think it'd be great to be in another country, but if you can't come back and practice home, then it's not going to happen. Right, right. So that's, you know, as far as maybe that doesn't have to happen, you know, maybe all of Europe and everybody goes to those schools and now Europe blows up with principal chiropractic, you know, so we don't have to pull kids out of school here and send them over there. We they take care of their own people. Right, right, right. So is that the way it is if they go to these uh, schools that are uh, outside the U.S.? Is they, they're, they're not going to be uh, licensed in the, in the States? I'm not 100% well versed in this, but this is yeah, the talk I'm this yeah. is the talk I'm hearing is dealing with the whole accreditation. I, I think that's the biggest thing life is trying to do, and I think they've accomplished it. I don't have that answer, but with the school they're talking about opening in Italy. So I, I really don't know 100%, um, but I think what has to happen in the States, and, you know, I don't know much about Logan or Cleveland, but we are getting a ton of students coming to DE from there, and these kids are fired up. So, I, you know, I, I can't say that these schools aren't teaching – a hundred percent, but don't take me on that. But you know, you start taking all these young docs and you get them sharing the principal at different schools and, and building up the students. It's going to be great. Yeah. And I mean, I've been speaking a lot at the colleges. Uh, yeah. I spoke at Cleveland and I spoke at Logan and I, I, you know, I have a certain love for the students because like last night I spoke to the CCA up in Northridge and you know, the old people don't like me. I'm starting to figure that out. So I've kind of, and the kids like me. They like my energy. And, you know, I go through my whole evolution. And I, and I, and I, and I'm not taking credit for you having a bunch of students from Logan and Cleveland there. But I'm telling you what, when I go in there and they, they, they see my certainty and my love for chiropractic, I always give DE credit. And I, and I always say, if you really want to be the best chiropractor that you can be, you owe it to yourself to go to DE and, and get the principle that I learned that I didn't get in school. Because they're not getting it in school. We know that. I mean, even the good schools, I don't know to what degree, to what level they're getting that philosophical, just like frigging five-star push to get them to be the best chiropractor in the world. I'm not, I'm not saying anything negative. I'm just saying I think there's certain ramifications and limits that the, that the, the schools have as far as curriculum is concerned where you're not going to be able to push them as much as you're going to push them at DE. Right. And, right. you know, there's a, I don't know if you've heard of Andy Harding. You know, he's out in, uh, shoot, where is he, out in Kansas, one of, those, one of those places, just a quiet guy that started coming to DE, was a big mixer, changed his world and transformed his entire practice. And now he started a, a band of brothers on campus there. And he's got, like, 25 students coming to DE. Like, these kids... You know, they love it. So now they get, you know, they, like, like you said, you go there and speak. Andy Harding, Ryan Dops, who lives out there. And now they're hearing multiple people saying the same thing, which now makes it truthful. Right, right. And, and it helps them challenge the other side of the fear mechanism that they're trying to put into these students. And they actually hear it from somebody who's practicing. Right. You know, they hear from you and Andy Harding, who's, you know, well, I see 800 visits a week. This is what I'm doing. And they're like, well, they told us we can't do that. Well, I'm doing it. Right. You mean that you have you mean you have a high love practice? You're not supposed to have a high love practice. You're supposed to have a low love, low volume practice and struggle. Yeah, which sucks. Yeah. All right, do you have any haters? I mean, I have a lot of haters lately. Science babe, I don't know if you saw the thing about Science babe and Joe Rogan and shit. Did you see that? It's a joke, bro. It's good. It's oh, I love it, dude. I swear to God, after that Joe Rogan thing, I had my best week in eleven fucking years. Yeah. So just yeah. spell my name right, bitch, is what I say, you know? In my mind, everybody loves me, man, but I don't care that much. Don't worry about no, it. No, I, I, in fact, lately I've kind of like almost, I get bummed when I don't have a lot of trolls on my page, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, all right, so one of the things I kind of caught some flack for by really some principled chiropractors was the fact that I'm outspoken about vaccines. And let me tell you this, bro, before I went to DE... I had no, like, concept about health. I was totally frigging in the allopathic model. Uh, and then when Fred Bard said it the first time, uh, if the, and he was just quoting BJ, of course. He said, if the germ theory of disease were true, 
there would be no one living to believe it. That got me digging down the rabbit. That's probably the probably the number one quote that really motivated me to start doing some deeper research. And then yeah. with Fred, obviously he was hugely anti-vaccine. I, you know, that pushed me further to do research in that. You know, I mean, I didn't know shit about vaccines before I started reading about it. You know, and then I started digging into, you know, uh, Stephanie Cave's books, uh, Mendelssohn's books. Uh, you know, Tim O'Shea, all Tenpenny shit, Suzanne Humphreys, and I just started researching the shit out of that, and then I came to the conclusion that vaccines are actually just probably the biggest scam hoax ever, and the friggin' thing that pushed me over the edge is being in practice and seeing these kids that are literally being destroyed by an agenda, and for me not to speak out about it as a chiropractor in my opinion, would be utterly criminal. What's your opinion on us being vocal about things outside of our scope? Uh, I mean, it's it's outside of our scope. So you're talking about kids, right? Yeah, I'm talking about well, kids. So I think our scope is leading people in the right direction for the information they need. Right. right? So my primary conversation in my office is basically, how's your atlas? That's, right. I talk... It's all about connecting them to their innate, and once they do, they start opening up and asking questions. And then I have resources that I send them to right. that I let them have these discussions. You know, they start asking about vaccines. Here's this piece of paper. Go, go research McCuller and all those people you talked about, and we'll we'll add to the list. And go, go get the movie Vaxed. That's what I tell them now. I said, you know, just watch the movie Vaxed, and and have your own discussion with your family, and then you could talk. In my office, I don't have time to talk about that stuff, right? But I also see the importance of it where we have the information handy for them to take it. Right? Okay, good. So good. it has nothing to do with chiropractic. No, I know that. Neither does nutrition. I get that, you know? It's the human nature of if someone says, you know, hey, Steve, do, what vitamins should I be on? Well, I send them to a naturopath that I'm friends with. It's not. I don't say you don't need that. You know, doctors used to, chiropractors used to tell me before that um, nutrition doesn't matter. What you eat doesn't matter. Your innate's going to make the spam and the broccoli. Right. And there was a time I believed that. I mean, I was an idiot enough to say, yeah, it doesn't matter. As long as I'm clear, I can do whatever the hell I want. Well, I can eat all the carcinogens I want, right? You know? Right. So the importance of it is. You know, when these chiropractors start doing all the weight loss and all that shit in their office, now I feel like it's pulling away from the energy they can be putting into educating. But send them to someone who does that. That's all they do, and that's their passion, you know? So they go ahead and watch the movie Vaxxed, and they hear Del Bigtree, and they're like, well, this guy, he's coming from a whole different angle. It opens their eyes on their own, and they start asking the right questions. And then it's like, well, how do I avoid that? Well, here's this form. Just sign this, check off that box. And they're like, oh, perfect. And now go see this pediatric naturopath that she's going to take care of you. Yeah, but we're losing that. I mean, we lost it in California. You can't sign that form anymore. So obviously you know that. And uh, and I, I also feel that the medical exemption is going to, I, I guarantee you, it's 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 riding on the, I mean, I've been predicting the whole cascade that's been going on. Right. Uh, only because I have other interests outside of chiropractic, which I mean, right. You know, I mean, I like to surf, too, so, I mean, I like to play the guitar, and I talk about those things in social media, too, uh, and, th and that's where I think some of the flack comes, is if I'm very vocal in social media about things that are very controversial, that kind of maybe ruffles some of the chiropractic feathers. What's my outlook on that? So, there was a time, there were old DE guys, right? They would get sick, and they'd say, I'm not going to see a doctor. Right. And they would die young because they didn't go see a doctor. Right. There was a time where I got sick and I didn't want to go see a doctor because they didn't. And I looked at my kids sleeping in bed and I said, that's stupid. Yeah, it is. Because now I have restrictions of matter and I need a little help here. So I went and searched out the best. I found out the restriction, corrected it, and I got back to my little kumbaya chiropractic lifestyle. Right. But I could rebound from all my years of living before without being chiropractic and clear and the positive mindset and all the shit I know now. And I learned that we can't be bashing other things because there comes a time when the things you're bashing, you may need someday. Right. Of course. So just focus on what we're doing 
And I'm not going to focus on what Billy's doing and his. And if he talks about that's your passion, you're a passionate man. Go for it 110 percent, and I'm going to support it. And if right. there's information I need and something I don't know, I know I could go to Billy because he's read the books and done the research, and I could cut through the chase and say, "Hey, what do I do for this?" And you go, "Boom!" And now I can implement it in my life. So I have respect for that to say, "Okay." And I also know, being in your office, that you're fired up for freaking chiropractic. Got it. Hundreds of people a day walking through your damn office, jumping on the table to get adjusted. So I guarantee you the haters that are saying you're not focused and you're doing this bullshit, they're not seeing what you see in a freaking day in your office. Right. And it's usually people that are, uh, I call them armchair chiropractors. They're not in practice anymore, you know, but uh, that's a whole other issue. And I mean, I, I like to use like, uh, and I don't know if this is right or wrong in your mind, and but it's just what I do. I like to use different types of bait, you know, to get people to come into the office. I mean, I'm big on marketing. I mean, the, the, the world doesn't understand chiropractic, number one, from the way you and I see chiropractic. They think, well, well I don't have any back pain. Why would I need to go to a chiropractor? Which exactly. is bullshit. It's like, it's waiting until your teeth are rotting before you go see a dentist. Uh, but, I mean, like last night we did a CBD workshop, which is like probably way out in left field for most people, and I get that and I understand that. But those people that come to the workshop, I can do a, a Facebook ad and target market specific cities and, and demographics as far as you know what people are looking for. And I can put 80 people in that room overnight, and I can turn 80 of those people into prepaid exams because – you get in there with the bait, you know what I'm saying? You reel them in and then you teach them the chiropractic story. And I don't know if that's right or wrong from a philosophical here's, standpoint. It, it works for a business model. But here's my here's my one my one thought with that okay. is I look at guys like you who have this brilliant mind, passion, entrepreneurial mindset who are using this bait to bring them in. What if the bait was pure chiropractic what if the bait was the word subluxation what if the bait was how's your atlas because i think we've we, we've given up on that hope that we could really yeah but you have to admit this too that we have negative brand equity and here's the reality 50 percent of the people in the general public wouldn't go to a chiropractor who was the last person standing so i understand what you're saying from that standpoint yeah. but if i'm talking about hey I'm, i want everybody to come to a chiropractic seminar and the thing is, people have never heard the story, bro. And, and if, if you've got a 50% negative brand equity and I can bring them in with some other type of bait and, and, I, and whether that's right or wrong, I'm going to do it because it works for me. And I mean, I, 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 like I said, I, you know, I've been in practice 32 years. I just did, like, a few weeks ago, we saw 600 in a week. And I'm not bragging because I know there's people that see 3,000 a week, guys like Schiffman. So, I mean, I'm not even where near that. But for me, I'm happy at that level. But... I have to use things because here's the problem. Like I'm on Mercola. I'm at the at Radfest speaking on longevity. To people that have never freaking had a clue what chiropractic's ever about, they have no right. idea. And I get up on that stage and I try to get them to understand what you and I understand in a simplistic right. way. And then you right. can convert somebody that thinks chiropractic is a bunch of bullshit to saying, right. I had a guy ask me afterwards, he was one of the speakers. He goes, I need, I need you to find me a chiropractor in fucking South Carolina. And the guy was an MD. He was a guy, he was one of the uh, the speakers. It, it's just like people, for whatever reason, because of all the vilification and all the shit, the propaganda that's been spewed out against chiropractic, have that negative connotation. About the same thing with cannabis. It's like people, it's a fucking plant, bro. Okay, it's got huge medicinal benefits. And yeah. it's, it'll, like, I've had straight chiropractors call me up when they get fucking cancer and they want to know the reality of where they should go with this shit. And yeah. They don't want me to talk about it, of course, to anybody because they don't want anybody to know. But when your back's against the wall, you know, those people come out of the woodwork when, when it's, yeah. they want, we're up against, well, what are my choices? Chemo and radiation, you know? And medicine has its place, dude. I get it. I mean, I understand. I'm an idiot, okay? I mean, if I get shot with a bunch of bullets, I'm not going to have you set my atlas. I get that. And that's what medicine's great. They're great at emergency crisis. And praise God, they're there for those emergencies. I mean, right. if I break my neck surfing, I'm not going to come and see. I mean, maybe I will probably get adjusted too. But, 
you know, I want to make sure that we have some stability there before we adjust. You know what I'm saying? So my 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 only my two cents is I'd love to try to also get that other end going where we could actually get respect for what we do in chiropractic. Right? Of course. That, you know, whatever, however, that stigma and they've 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 created this negative brand on us. Is it possible? Is it possible in the future to people hear the word chiropractic, which I more and more are, of course. and say, it's, it's absolutely awesome. You got to go. Go hear this talk. And, you know, that's kind of where my, my whole thing has come to is because I see you more as like the overall wellness guy, which I respect. You know, that's when I went to Cal Jam, I take charcoal now after hearing that crazy guy Wolf talk. I'm like, I never would. But I said, let me, what, what can I add to my life? I'm not going to sell it in my office, but I'm right. going to take the shit, brush my teeth with it, whatever. And I, and I researched, I'm like, it makes sense. Right. You know, so it, it's cool. So I, a patient, you know, whatever, take charcoal. But for me to be able to get my society and my community, if someone's checking out at a grocery store and they're just like, they don't look right. And the cashier is like, man, what's up? You're okay. Go get your Atlas check. Have you seen Dr. Steve? I, maybe I'm just like, you know, just living a dream. But if I could just try to persist and do that and say, let's open open up their consciousness of the reality of just keeping this thing clear, clear long enough and then add everything else to it. Life's going to be better. Of course. And that's kind of like, you know, I take a lot of heat for that too, as far as, uh, you're drinking out of a jar too. I like that. See? And I, hopefully that's clear, purified water with no fluoride and no chlorine in it. Absolutely. Maybe, maybe a little alkalinity added to it. I don't know. I just like, I mean, I'm into longevity, bro. I want to be around a lot. I don't want to be one of the guys that dies at 70 because they just got adjusted only. Okay. I mean, I want to be around. Okay. Uh, well, I don't know if that's good or bad. What? No, it's good. No, I, don't, I, I mean, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm preaching 60 right now and I've got more energy than freaking most kids 30 years old. Okay. Uh, so you don't have to you don't have to justify yourself to anybody. Okay, like the I know. biggest chiropractor's got to look back and say, you know, I look back and, and say, what kind of man do I have to be to avoid becoming divorced? You know, unhealthy. What lifestyle things, regimens, and and researching what morning routines can I do? And you know, being a big guy, what kind of flexibility? Because all the years of football and boxing and kickboxing, that stuff beats the hell out of you. And you don't get rid of that. You should be on. I, you should be on cannabis to help for neuroprotective, neuroregenerative capacities. In my opinion, taken on as a preventative. I mean, I know it's kind of mixing, but I just feel it's a superfood, like the charcoal you're talking about. But we won't. Well, I don't do want to go to uh, cannabis. Dorian Yates has some great podcasts with London Real. Have you listened to him? No. Dorian Yates is one of the greatest bodybuilders of all time, and he talks a lot about this, this, this whole cannabis and family experiences with cancers and everything. There's a lot of people talking about it, right? So it's out there. So my whole thing is if, if it's going to help a chiropractor, I know chiropractors are on blood pressure medication. You yeah, know? I don't get And then that, you, see them get up on, you see them get up on the stage, and they're bashing other people for selling vitamin C in their office. And I'm like, dude, you just told me you're on freaking blood pressure medication. How incongruent is that? <laughs> You know, you don't have high blood pressure because you, know, so you have a shortage of lisinopril. You got it because you're in friggin' <laughs> sympathetic overload, bro. You need to get friggin' whatever it is that's creating that stress response in your body out of it. It's just it's right. it's uh, what, what drugs are to me is like it's almost beyond stupidity. I mean, the body's giving you these innate mechanisms to try to balance out your incongruencies in your life. And it's raising the blood pressure to adapt to what you're doing wrong. And then you're taking another interference, a drug, to artificially bring it down and thinking you're actually doing something right to create health when in reality, now you got a drug problem and a fucking blood pressure problem. That's right. That's right. right I so, think that the whole realm is putting a team around you that is masters at what they do and what can you implement in your life. Right. That's what it comes down to. And just connecting yourself with the right peers – you know, like you said, like if I know someone has an issue and they want it, and I could say, call this guy Billy DeMoss. It's his passion. He knows more about it than I do, and he's going to hook you up. Right, right. right? right. So it's knowing right. the right channels and people, just knowing what you're passionate about, not judging others, and just following it. Right, and you kind of hit the word entrepreneurial, and I mean, that can be a good or bad word depending on how people look at it. I mean, I I just get passionate about I think I'm passionate about water, so I, I sell water systems in my office. I know it's not chiropractic. Uh, I get that, uh, you know, 
I'm very passionate about cannabis. I've been about passionate about cannabis since I was friggin' 18 years old, okay? I mean, I just basically grew, I was a kindred spirit to it the first time I met it, okay? Whether that's good or bad, I'm just, I mean, I see people that, you know, talk about their wine cellars and all the, you know, the petite Syrahs and the friggin' Cabernets and they're at Napa Valley. I mean, I don't see any difference other than the fact that cannabis is a lot safer than alcohol. Uh, but is there something wrong with being, having other interests outside of chiropractic? Why is that, why is it that when we become chiropractors, for some people it becomes this, this mono, you know, uh, myopic kind of, uh, profession that we get into where you can't have any other interest outside of it. You know, it was funny. RJ Kelly, one of the greats, uh, was at my house. He was up here speaking and we were driving around and he, he said to me, Steve, what, what do you, what do you, what are your hobbies? What do you do outside of, uh, and at the time I had none. I was, in that <laughs> it was I mean, I was hundred percent pouring it all into the office. Yeah. But and you burn he, out doing that. Don't you think? Yeah, and it was, and it was, and that's when I hit a wall. Like two years later, I was, I was not healthy, and I was seeing a shitload of people. My relationship wasn't really with my wife that it should be, and I had to stop and look in the mirror and say, "Okay, who am I? What am I? What am I going to do here? And what am I going to change?" And I had to change, and I had to humble myself because I said, "All right, my ego was served through chiropractic." My ego was served through volume and money and everything, but I wasn't, I wasn't in love with myself and I wasn't honest with myself on the man I was. And I had to stop the train and say, I got a choice to make. I keep going this way. I'm going to end up that divorced, fat ass, sick guy who used to be somebody. Or and I don't want explode. that. Or you'll explode. I'll explode. And I said, if I, other people are going to get hurt if I don't stop. Right. So I had to pull back. I had to create regimes for myself. I had to create passions and what do I really love to do and give myself times. And, you know, and I got into guns and just things that I thought I would never do. You know, I, I got back to reading and getting up early and meditating and, and training and just doing now, stuff. meditation's not chiropractic either. Yeah. I, that's why I do it every day. Okay. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, I teach my patients the 49 breaths. Right. You know, these so disconnected i'm like you, they don't know how to breathe i'm like you got to do freaking 49 breaths and you know so it's you know did, did it's, sid it's, teach it's, that yeah that was sid's biggest i wrote in a limo with sid when he came up here to speak and doctor said nils nell said the two things that have kept us alive so long is upper cervical chiropractic care and the 49 breaths and i was like yeah i've heard you say that before how come i'm not doing it because i was so busy being busy right why don't you Listen. explain to everybody listening the uh, t the technique? I mean, is it in through the nose and out through the mouth, or what's the? Yeah, bro, it's big in the nose. That belly blows up like you're eight weeks pregnant. You blow it out. You do seven. You kind of chill out. You do fourteen, chill out. Fourteen, chill out. Fourteen. So it's seven, fourteen, fourteen, fourteen. Your body gets all tingly. You get euphoric. Yeah, you start talking to yourself. You start your whole. You feel your parasympathetic nervous system kick in. And then your innate starts talking to you. It's like your your clarity. Like I'll my first seven and the fourteen, I'm thinking about my kids and what I got to do and what's got to happen. Right. But by the end of second fourteen, it's like Judson's talking to himself. You're in you know, theta, dude. You're right. In, you're banking right into theta. You're freaking open up to the freaking universe, man. All the brilliance that that worked through me to get me to where I'm at is reconnected again because I did all that in the beginning, and then I got busy. And I got busy and I got bigger and I got busy and I forgot where I came from. Right. So I had to reconnect to myself and say, dude, I got to enjoy. I mean, I never took a vacation. I didn't take a vacation for the first eight or nine years of practice. I thought like everybody would leave me if I disappeared. And then one day I said, screw it. Frank Savinsky said, bro, you got to go away. So we did. We locked the front doors. We went away. Me and my wife, we had a freaking great time. Came back and the volume went up. And I was yeah, like, holy shit. kidding me? Of course. I'm doing I'm doing this more. <laughs> you know, Jane and I just took a trip to Costa Rica. It was probably like three weeks ago. And it was it was such a beautiful trip. Everybody goes, well, it's the rainy season. I go, but I love rain. I love thunder. I love storms. And we went and stayed at this hotel called the Harmony Hotel. It's usually 400 bucks a night. And since it was off season, it was only 200 bucks, And we were the only fucking people there. And... 
which was a beautiful and then we just laid in bed and we we just reconnected with each other and we read books and I wasn't like in this surf froth mode where I had to freaking get waves every like minute because the waves were shitty to begin with because it was all stormy and shit and it was just good to like do nothing bro not I swear to god I slept like a baby I you know and I they had a juice bar there I know that's mixing and you know and I and I we ate super clean and we worked out every day and she did yoga it was just it's so important for chiropractors to unplug once in a while and when you come back yeah the people are they missed you the kid you know misses the most is the kids they come up Dr. Bill Dr. Bill and they hug your leg it's just I don't know how people retire from this shit dude i mean I, I maybe i'm maybe i'm selfish or maybe but being a chiropractor there's nothing that even comes close to it yeah but it's important for car and i learned that from schofield man he said that early he goes the first thing you need to do is and i t- teach this to chiropractors all the time you need to take the calendar out before you put anything else on it whether you you know and you gotta you gotta look at where de's at and you gotta look at where cal jam's at or, or wherever you go whether it's mile high but you look at those seminars and you plan your year. I already know my vacations for next year, dude. I mean, it's all planned out. Because if you don't plan it out, you don't do it. And if you want to be in this game 32 years and like I've been at it, or you look at, or, or, you, or you're going to burn out, man. You're going to blow up. You got to you got to pull the plug out and just go, just zen out, dude. You know, it, essentially, we're we're a high volume conduit to people that we're correcting their lives, whether we like it or not. And if we're not at peak performance as much as possible, the community is going to suffer. We signed up for this. Not everybody's made out for this. No, they aren't, man. There's no question about that one. You know, so you come in and you have a low performing day. I mean, people are going to suffer. Yeah. You know, if I disconnect and I've had times where I've disconnected or I walked out of a, Oh, we a, all have, dude. Come on, man. We all have life. You know, it's called well, life. I had, a lot of guilt. I had a lot of guilt because I thought I was Superman, man, and I was going to change the world and all that shit. And it was like, whoa. And then I realized, man, it was one of my priorities and I wasn't doing the right things. And, 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 but when you do, it's, it's a different story. And I think right. that's what it comes down to. Right. And for me, you know, part of that's my daily ritual. Like you do, I mean, I do the meditation too, and I do it on a dinner roll, whether people like that or not. I, I and I use a, a machine that puts me right into theta, and you know, I can do a half hour in that, and it really revives me. And then, yeah, I'm really weird What's a about dinner roll. What is that? It's uh, one of the appliances that Dee Harrison uh, uses to help uh, put more curve in your neck i mean i'm that that's controversial in itself right there uh we just had some discussion on it but the guy's doing a lot of research to help really push the chiropractic profession forward because i mean that's the big thing that you know the anti-chiropractic people want to throw is that we don't have any data to support what we do and i mean when we're showing things like telomere length and uh taking people out of an inflammatory state and getting people into you know parasympathetic and all the things that we know chiropractic, you know, whether it's changing immune function by increased CD4 cells, whatever. I mean, chiropractic's more than just back pain. And if we can really, from a science perspective, show the general public and, and a lot of our naysayers and stuff, it's, it's really, to me, it's like, you know, I, I understand the philosophy and I'm big on the philosophy. And I think that's first and foremost what a chiropractor needs to own. But you got to have some science behind us and you got to have some of the art behind us, too. You can't be all philosophy, too. No, you got to have it. And, and the funny thing is this, right? So everyone was sending pictures all over Facebook of uh, chiropractic's birthday, right? It was, it's 122 years of research. 122 years of research. The first dude was deaf, got his hearing back, okay? You know, I got a picture of a guy. You asked me about this. This dude was uh, a deaf man that got his hearing back after I adjusted him. That's you. Right? That doesn't even look That's like you, dude. That was me with a ponytail. How many years ago so was that? I have. Uh, you know what? That was 1996. I was in Russia with Michael Kale, and I was in a hospital, and we were packed, and uh, we were just rocking people. And next thing, they started screaming and yelling, and the interpreter came over and said, "This guy was deaf for 18 years, and now he could hear." And I was like, "Oh, awesome!" And I went back adjusting, and then I'm laying in my room that night, and then Eddie Martinez was my roommate, and I said, "Bro." <laughs> A freaking guy got his hearing back today. Like, we expect this shit. That's a freaking miracle. It is a miracle. 
bro, that's what chiropractic was discovered on. And he rolled over and went to sleep. And I'm like, and I laid up in bed for like two hours. Like, this shit's incredible. I mean, I was only a student. So I probably didn't even really know exactly what I was doing properly, although I trained my ass off. I was good. And so that's what we were telling our patients here. I said, it's 122 years of research on human beings, millions and millions and millions of people getting adjusted and their lives changed. That's why it's still going. You can't right. stop it. Right. And I said, there's all the new research they're doing, but it's been going for 100. What else? When are people just going to give up on it and say, you know what? We're tired of fighting and bashing the chiropractors. Suck it up and get adjusted. Right? right. It's chiropractic's job. It's our job to stop pointing the fingers at each other and say, you know what? Do you know how to adjust? Do you own the art? Are you specific? Would you would Justin let you adjust his father? Because if the answer is no, then it, it doesn't make me the lord over everybody. But I also know great adjusting and not good adjusting. Right. Of course. Of course. Honor and respect the art where go ahead. You could you could bash that guy deed for whatever. But if someone's in a jam and he's going to adjust him, you're going to tell me you're not going to have the, the faith in this guy with what he's done to check your family. It's a joke. So instead of worrying about what he's doing, let's get to the students and teach them how to do it. Right. And expose them to everybody we can that's going to put them out in the community to, to rock and, and do what needs to be done so that our profession has the freaking respect it, it needs. It deserves and it deserves. deserves. Right. You know, no and, one deserves anything, but 122 years is a freaking long time. Right. And uh, if it didn't work, we wouldn't be talking right now because they would have got rid of us a long time ago, which they obviously tried. Let me let me kind of shift gears just a tiny bit, and then we'll wrap this thing up because I know we've been going a long time. As you and I know, we could probably talk for fucking five days because uh, that's just the way we are. We love what we do. But I, I, I'm... I've been kind of saying this from the stage a lot lately because I personally in my heart, I, you see the allopathic model just falling apart. I mean, you have to agree with that. I mean, anybody that thinks dr taking drugs is smart is is like, still in some type of uh, haze, okay? Uh, I'm trying to be nice. But I'm seeing more and more anti-chiropractic kind of propaganda that's been spewed out against the profession. And I think it's important for us as a profession to kind of like maybe be a little bit more, I mean, lenient with people's different, I mean, if somebody wants to be just a back pain dude and not just be philosophically based like you and I are, I don't have a problem with it as long as we're not pushing drugs in the picture. I mean, where's your, where's your, because I think we need to start to develop uh, just more, we need to come together is what I'm trying to say as a profession and, and kind of get over the straight versus mixer. Uh, we, we have to draw a line in the sand, like I said, with the drug thing. Where, which, what's your angle on that? Well, we got that's a slippery slope. Yeah, I know it is. I know that. it is. We can't condone guys, you know, physical therapy and shit in their office because then we lose chiropractic. It's, we got to make sure people are on board. And, 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 you know, if you're adjusting people and you're a master or adjuster, you don't have to do other stuff. You could coach them on their lifestyle and say, now, here's other things that are going to help you enhance yourself because the world is toxic and all this stuff going on. Right. But if they don't know, if they're not grounded in the philosophy and yet the art, which is backed up by the science, which we already know is there, by the time they're going to put their hands on people, they don't have the certainty they're going to get the results, which means they've connected the body and the body's healing itself. Then it turns into a shit show. Now you've got a young chiropractor that's getting roped into everything that's out there, and now we've lost them. So it's a fine line of saying, I, know it I accept everything someone does, but sure, we've got that solid foundation, which is something we're working with the ICA right now because we realize that not everybody is just going to be exactly what we think it should be, but we got a lot of powerful people out there doing great things. You know, you look at like Chestnut. I never heard the guys, I heard him once, but I heard him at Cal Jam. And people are like, so what do you think of Chestnut? I'm like, the guy was awesome. The guy said amazing things, you know? And it's like you need guys in our world with that brain and that mindset to put yes. things together, which is great. But also by the same token, it's going to take you know guys like me to come in and tell people you've got to know and own the upper cervical and the adjustment and clearing people out and having the certainty that person got exactly what chiropractic was designed to do for them and then move them on their way. And then instead of looking at what each guy's doing, if we're all able to bring our energy together – and, and I think the vehicle that we have at our disposal right now is the ICA to go in there and then get these states working together and, and, and fighting the fight together and bringing all the energies of, you know, like we've said, the West Coast, the East Coast, and all these people that we can now sit at the table 
and be like, if someone wants to sit across from us with the pure ACA mindset, they ain't going to win. Right. You know, now you've right. got the, you know, the 300 leaders sitting together and, you know, whether you rub cannabis on your forehead the night before, I don't give a shit. I know you own chiropractic and you got it. Right. Like you're right. all in on it and you're, and you're a strong leader and you're not going to bend when it comes to pushing these guys out and saying, no, you're not taking our X way away. We're, we are always going to have the rights to adjust children and we're never going to prescribe freaking drugs. We're not right. doing that shit. That's right. BS. Right. Right. And I, I can't think of a person to better ask that question than you, because I know where you stand philosophically. Uh, let me ask you, how many of the, the DE boys are you going to bring to California coming next year? There's a lot saying they're coming, man. It's, you know, they, they want to come. That it was uh, We had a bunch there last time. Yeah, you did. And, so I just want to make and, sure that we get those guys back. So Yeah. No, they had it. They really enjoyed it, man. It was it's a it's a great time, great energy. You know what I love is just in the hallways, just meeting so many different people. Right. And it's so funny when people come up and say, "Hey, you're one of the DE guys." Yeah, yeah. I just find it's it's, it's humorous. It's great. And then you meet. I mean, I've made so many different relationships with people. That's what I love about it. you know the relationships you make, and then just the conversations and the things you have and. Um, it's, it's great energy, man. My wife had a great time. Uh, our friends' wives had a great time. The, the whole, the whole weekend was just dynamic. So we got a lot more people saying they're coming. It's almost kind of like, how was it? And yeah, exactly. It was, you know, it's like one of those things. It's, it's beautiful. Right. It's great. I, yeah. I, I, I want people to understand. Yeah. I want to be different than all the other, I mean, there's nothing that I'll ever equate with, in my opinion, DE. I mean, Parker was never close in my opinion. I'm not bashing Parker seminars. I'm just saying that that for me, the 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 energy at DE was it, it was just there's there was nothing at the time that was even close. And that, like I've said, it was it's what changed my not only my practice, it changed my life ultimately. And I can't even imagine where I would be without DE in my life. But I don't want to be another DE because DE's there. I want to what my vision is to have an eclectic. You know, other things other than chiropractic, because my objective is to try to get more general public to understand our message. And you get them in, again, using, I don't, bait's probably not a good word, but I like to use other things on the menu, you know, to, you have a Dave Asprey there, which people, he's got a huge following. You got people like, you know, Sherry Tenpenny that's got a huge following. You got guys like David Wolf with, you know, 11 million Facebook followers. That's a lot of people following you. And, and, and the thing is, if we can start building bridges and connecting those bridges and bringing those people to our message and let them hear our story, which is a perfect story, without all the, you know, people have these preconceptions on what we do and, and the way I, you know, call me crazy, I know I'm crazy. I have to live with me every day. But the way I envision is if we can build some bridges to other kind of philosophies to bring them in just to hear our story bro i mean i that's what i've tried to create and this is this is what this is what people i think need to know about you right right we're a fired up successful chiropractor right who's got a lot of passion who has found this calling to connect to other like-minded people who have who carry the same principle but utilize disin different tools to connect to it, right. the source. Right. We're all connecting to the same source. Right. Right? People are doing it in different ways. What I see with you is, you, and, you, and you're that avenue to bring in the chiropractic piece to this puzzle of life. Right. Right? So you talk, I mean, I never thought I'd be putting a freaking, some butter in my coffee. Right. Right? And I hear this guy, and I read the science, and I read the book, and I'm like, it makes sense. Right? Um, you're talking about Asprey right now, right? Asprey, bulletproof coffee, right? I mean, yeah. it's and you read about his story and his toxic and his whatever, and I'm like, you could see a, a piece of your life and the life of that man and say, well, if I just add this to who I am, it's going to make me a better person, which is going to make me a better healer within the chiropractic profession. It's going to make me a better father. It's going to be so a guy like you who is who's smart enough to go out and say, I'm going to create something different. Right, it doesn't have to be pure straight chiropractic seminar where we're all bringing the same people talking to each other all the time. Right, exactly. But masters in different fields, right? 
and then and then you pump in the music and the energy, which is brilliant. That's something we've done at DE is we've changed the music and gotten people out of their seats because it's like you sit on your ass for three days and it's like you stop retaining things. Your nervous system shuts down. There's, there's a science behind it. It's called but, edutainment. You know, but now you're getting invited. You're hanging out with guys like Mercola and these other people and you're going to their conferences and you're talking about chiropractic when maybe they wouldn't have heard about it before. No! I mean... And these chiropractors are probably many of them that are saying, oh, but you go there and they're talking about wheatgrass. Well, he just got 10 new patients because a dude heard you talk in an audience because now they got exposed to chiropractic and they said, hey... I'm a vegetarian, but my atlas might be out of alignment. Let me go to a chiropractor. Now he starts getting adjusted, and now he does his ballet better. Who knows? Right. So the whole wheel comes together, but at the end of the day, when they walk in your office, they're getting the chiropractic, exactly. right? And then you have the resources for all the other things to say, it's all filling that wheel of life, and how can I kick ass in this life and be as healthy, prosperous, abundant as possible? And not live like the average American. And the stick American, around longer to perpetuate yeah. the principle and protect the freaking principle and guard it well, bro. That's right. Because, you know, if you right. and I and a few other major players in the chiropractic arena don't are around, I mean, I, I you know, we got to protect this principle. There's a, Because they're going to be at us forever, bro. And we got to make sure and maintain. Yeah. And that's why we got to really work with the students and getting them on board. And Listen, the principle will never go away. No, right? it'll never so go away, dude. The principle is like gravity. Us, they try to brush us down and say that chiropractic, whatever, but now physical therapists are trying to do it and natural paths are trying to do it. So they're proving to us we're right. So instead of bashing them for doing it, we just say, no, they recognize what we do is right. You could go get your neck cracked by a guy who learned it in 10 days, or you could get adjusted by a master who's been doing it for 20 years. You decide. Right. You could right. go to someone who's, been, who's studied it in school and practiced and trained and studied the art of it and different techniques for hours and thousands of hours. Or you could go get cracked by a guy who learned it in 10 days. You decide. Right. But they're, they're telling you the same principle. It's just your neck, dude. I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and just twist that shit around. All right. Well, I want to really, number one, appreciate you for being involved in Cal Jam last year. Like I, appreciate I said, you were my, and the reason you're back, coming back this year, because my team loved you the most. You know what they said? This is what they said. He said he got up there and he didn't have anything to sell other than chiropractic. And that, you know, that was music to me because a lot of times people use platforms to sell whatever crap they want to sell. And I mean, that's not what Cal Jam's ever been about. Again, I, I expect people to introduce certain concepts, but I don't want it the hardcore sales up there. And, and the same thing is when you spoke at the, the clubhouse here, the Dead Chiropractic Society clubhouse. It was the same thing. I mean, you, it's just that you're, you're all heart, dude, and you're all love, and you're, you're all about the principle, and you're all about chiropractic. And, 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 and that's why, you know, like I've got, a, you know, I've got a whole big wheel and different spokes in the wheel, and the chiropractic wheels, the chiropractic spoke is the biggest. In fact, there's a lot of chiropractic spokes in it. But you, like bring it home the most and you bring it home with the most heart and the most clarity and the most purity and without selling shit other than the fucking principle. And that's what we loved about you. I appreciate that. That's a great honor, man. Thank you. And I hope everybody can handle a few F-bombs that I dropped. If they can't, I'll put a little PG, rated PG-13 before this thing goes out. Like I always do. All right. Thank well, you for taking time out of your day. Anything you want to say in closing, man? No, man. Just love life. Keep the energy up and let's kick ass in chiropractic, man. Let's make this thing happen. And take a vacation. Work. Take a vacation once in a while. Take a vacation. I got one coming up in December. Rock. Where, <laughs> you, go, where you going? Going to, uh, I think it's Jamaica, my wife. Good. Jamaica, no problem, bro. Stay away from those yeah. cannabis dealers down there. <laughs> did you know that in, in uh, I read this study. They did a study on uh, Jamaicans because they smoke a lot of uh, cannabis down there. Their level of alcoholism is like, half what it is in most areas because when people use cannabis they don't drink as much so there's another there's another statistic for you there all right all right the evil weed signing off with billy d and my big friend i call him union pacific because he's like a big freaking freight train coming at you just don't get in his way bro <laughs> but i you know i'm glad that you're on my side that's all i'm saying i like big guys okay to protect not only me, but the principle of chiropractic. Steve, I love you, man. I love everything you stand for, and I love DE, and thank God you, DE was there. I, I, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. I'd probably be hanging out in some dumpster right now if it wasn't for DE. I hear you, bro. Right. I appreciate you. I can say that, too. Peace out.
and Amen. rock and roll. Got you. This is the greatest chiropractic event on the planet. First impressions are everything, and when you walk in, you see the crowd, you see the stage set up, you hear the band. The camaraderie was incredible, impressive, and I really felt like I was connected with my community. Incredible. I've been to nine out of ten cow jams. The energy was through the roof, the most electric cow jam I've ever been to. Yeah.